Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. What do you think the all-black lineup will look like this weekend against the Pumas? Uh, Kevin here might give us his thoughts on that a little bit later on, but uh, we've got far more important things to talk about off the bat, don't we, Kevin, in terms of the Heartland Championship? G'day, how are you? Good, good, yeah. Um, it's going great, isn't it? It's some great games. We've had all the big guns fight each other. Now it's going to be um, a case of lambs to the slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a, that, that is a, a fair fair way of putting it, mate. I mean, there was there were a couple of slaughters on the weekend, and uh, possibly the most um, surprising, I suppose you would say, of all of them was North Otago seventy one. Bulletin. Mm. I mean, we thought a North Otago would probably win that, but I don't think we thought there'd be 61 points in it. Nor did I. Um, uh, talking to the guys on the way to Omaru, they were confident. Everything was going great. Everyone, the, the team was buoyed from the win against Mid-Cantry in round one, and the wheels just fell off. Um, I'm expecting them to bounce back big time on the tally on Saturday. Yeah, well, I mean, that game on Saturday uh, has a lot riding on it now for them. I mean, they, they they had an upset win first game, and then they get slaughtered in the second game. How uh, mm-hmm. do you think they're going to go against a Poverty Bay team who uh, will probably, I mean, they'll, they'll take the win and move on after beating the Bush. Uh, they lost their first game as well, but uh, it was a bit scratchy, wasn't it, the win over the Bush? It was, and I mean... <laughs> Uh, 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 definitely was. Um, Wairapa Bush were unlucky not to, to get away with that. And, um, you know, they at least walked away with two points. But um, you've also got to remember that the, the team Bullet beat the week before mid-Canterbury. Well, they went down to a team wearing blue mm. uh, for the first time in 10 years by a, only a short margin as well. So um, we've got the unusual uh, performance with uh, mid-Canterbury currently sitting in ninth place with no wins. And four points, and all from bonuses. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, East Coast Nardi Perot with that win, big win for them over uh, Mid Canterbury. I did, you know, like you said, uh, you know, when we talked last week, certainly didn't see that one coming, uh, particularly after they, you know, sort of uh, narrowly uh, missed out on beating Horafinua Kapiti at home the week before. It does mean that East Coast currently mm-hmm. sit in sixth place, though, which uh, is good for them. Five points already this season. Uh, what do you think? Um, has changed at uh, Nati Parovi's coast. I mean, we saw the start of this last season, didn't we? We certainly did, and you know, we, and we saw that awesome documentary on TV. But one thing that they didn't show on that documentary was after the win against Poverty Bay, they went on and went down to Marston and beat um, Wairarapa Bush at, in Marston in that final game of the season. So you know, um, they're just building on what they have, um, what Jose and the team have done. Over the last two years, it started coming to fruition um, last year, and they're just carrying on building it up. And they've got a good core group of guys. And of course, as I said, I can't remember if I said it last week, but I did say keep an eye out for Shaden Stevens. Unfortunately, he's out for the year because he broke his leg in the preseason. Oh. So, um, yeah, and uh, against poverty, player uh, plenty development. So, yeah, so, but, um, you know, they're going great. Um, they've got a big game this weekend um, <laughs> against the Butcher Boys from Wanganui. And, uh, but, 
I've got plenty to play for there as well. It's going to be Perry Manuel's 50th match. Um, haven't seen a team yet, but I'm assuming he will uh, get the call up to play that game. And he's been a, you know, a stalwart of uh, Nardi Pro since 2013. So, um, yeah, so they've got a lot to play for, but it's going to be hard against the Butcher Boys. Well, I mean, they uh, kept, I mean, King Country, who had had that first up win. Uh, who, who did they beat in the first round? Was that Poverty Bay they beat in the first round? I'm trying to remember. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so King and Country course, had that win, and then and then lose to forty-one-three to Fine who really brought it at home at the Cooks Gardens. They certainly did, and at one point with only thirteen players. Um, I'm still waiting to hear the the uh, result of the judiciary there, but the uh, chap that got red carded, uh, he might get off that because uh, he took a swing at the guy and he completely missed, but everyone from the different angle thought he connected. So he got he got a straight red card, the poor bugger. And um, so, yeah, so um, King Country just couldn't even get over top of them. Um, it was a mud bath at Cook's Garden, but, um, yeah, Wanganui, uh, oh, they're looking good. They're looking very good, mate. Looking very good indeed, Wanganui. Um, after a couple of, probably I'd say by their, by their standards, lean years, they have. I mean, um, they were very disappointed not to have the semi-final format last year in the Meads Cup. Um, they definitely would have been in the Meads Cup final, so they went, you know, second best and took out the Lahore. But uh, they're definitely eyeing up that uh, the, the main trophy this year, and uh, I'm still sticking to my guns, believe it or not, Wanganui West Coast final. Well, West Coast have got a <laughs> hell of a lot of work to do, mate, because they've dropped their opening two games, uh, including the one away at Thames Valley for the centenary, 36-26. Yeah, and um, well, yes. Um, again, they gave away a 19-point lead to Thames Valley. They gave away a 24-point lead to Wanganui to go down by 24. So, you know, and, and then to go down by 10 after giving away a 19-point lead. So at least they're bringing it back and they're getting closer. So um, that's the way I look at it. But, you know, their next matches, um, they've got a good run um, now, you know, that you could argue the fact they've played against North Otago and Wanganui, one and two. Um, so now they've got, um, who have they got coming up again? Uh, they're up against Mid-Canterbury this week. And then uh, following that, they've got um, the Rundle Cup um, hosting Buller. And then, you know, so after, and when you look at all those games they've got coming, they could easily, and in theory, he says, tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> yes. pick up five points from every game. So that would, if they did that in the next six matches and turn the tide, they would end on 31 points, and that's the semi-final in the Meads Cup. Yeah, OK. Well, they've got a bit of work to do. Uh, you mentioned Mid-Canterbury. Of course, we've already talked about them having lost two from two, but that's going to be a tough game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, they're both yeah. in must-win territory, both those teams already. A hundred percent. And, um, of course, Nasi Manu got a try for Mid-Canterbury for the Hammers last weekend, so it was awesome to see that. Uh, but, yeah, they've, they've been taking some weird decisions, um, you know, where they should have been going for points. They've been going for the try line. Um, you know, the, the throw-ins and stuff like that. And I think that's what um, the, the lesson would be learnt from the defeat to East Coast. And um, they'll be taking all the points on offer against West Coast when offered. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, mm. they've got, a, as we said, a bit of work to do, so they'll need to do that. We're, a team we haven't really mentioned is Horofinua Kapiti. Uh, they did win first mm-hmm. round. Uh, they got beaten, well beaten by South Canterbury last round. Where do you think they sit this season? Uh, now you've seen two games. Yeah, I still think they'll be thereabouts in the Lahore Cup. Um, big game 
on Saturday at uh, Memorial Park in Marsden. They're, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary a, a year delayed uh, um, since amalgamation back in 1971. So it's a big weekend. There is trophies on the line with the uh, Wrightson Cup. Um, and I just think uh, Wairapa Bush, after their performance last week, I think st- things are starting to click, and I think they will get up over Horofanua. But, um, yeah, I, I think the, the big thing is uh, Wairapa Bush, uh, get down there and celebrate 50 years, um, and I think Horofanua, Wairapa Bush will be there or thereabouts in Lahore Cup. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Bush uh, obviously didn't have a great start, but they uh, got close against Poverty Bay last week. And let's look at this weekend's fixtures then. Uh, mm-hmm. Kicking off the early kickoff, 12.05, Buller versus Poverty Bay. Uh, Buller be looking yep. to bounce back from, from that big loss. The Bay have been travelling pretty well so far this season. They have. It's, I suppose the only thing, question mark, I'll have there is the travel. They got upset with the travel going to King Country and then, you know, went down. They've got a tough trip to Westport um, and of course um, on Saturday it is the early game, it is on Sky which is awesome to see uh, but it's also uh, Buller's reunion day, uh, celebrating 1972 and the um, uh, game uh, 1992 and 2000 whatever it was, I can't remember off the top of my head when they won the Lahore Cup um, but the thing is they're having um, you know, all the oldies there, they're having reunions and in about 10 minutes after I finish talking to you on here, uh, we'll be putting up a, a banner on their Facebook page. Uh, get down to the game, and the best banner at the game this weekend will win themselves a supporter's jersey and a beanie. So uh, all courtesy of IT at work. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that post going on their Facebook page in the next 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Uh, East Coast, home to the Butcher Boys. I know we've kind of mentioned this. East Coast have been travelling pretty mm-hmm. well. They had that big win uh, away at Mid-Canterbury. Uh, this is a whole new level, though, isn't it, uh, even though it is at home? Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, you know me, um, East Coast through and through. Love the guys. Love the Wanganui people, too. And I'll have to go for the Wanganui one, and I'd have to lean to 20 points. I'm so sorry, Nadi Perot. Um, apologies, but yeah, Wanganui are going to be too strong for East Coast. Okay, uh, Mid Canterbury West Coast. We, you, you've already said that West Coast are going to win, and with a bonus point uh, here, uh, yep. you, you, you sticking to your guns there, um, even though this is uh, away. Yeah, twelve point win. Uh, I think it will be a twelve point win to West Coast. I have seen the team, which will be announced tomorrow, and they're looking very strong and uh, rearing to go, and their bench is very. Uh, Tidy as well, and you've got the you've got the bush up against uh, Horofanua Kapiti. You reckon that the bush will take that one out at home? They will, and it will be a close game too. I think Horofanua, um, and it will be a high-scoring game. The, the weather's meant to be yeah, okay, but the good thing is it's on the artificial turf uh, at Memorial Park. Uh, we often get some really good running there. Uh, but Sarah Waka, who came on, played last week against Poverty Bay, the fullback for Warrapa Bush. That was his debut in first class. And um, he's just carrying on where he left off in the club season. Um, so I think Wairapa Bush will be uh, will be too strong. But I think that they'll get up and they'll probably win by eight. So 42-34. Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring match, I believe. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. All right, King Country host uh, Thames Valley. Uh, I think the Swamp Foxes Mm -hmm. should have too much here, shouldn't they? Yeah, Battle of the Centurions. So not only was it Thames Valley's uh, centenary last week, but, of course, it's also King Country's centenary, both founded in 1922. And uh, so, yeah, um, 
good battle between the neighbours. Um, but yeah, Thames Valley to me will be far too strong for the uh, the for the Rams. Um, I'm I'm picking a twenty point win there for Thames Valley. Okay, and that leaves us with possibly uh, the game of the round, <laughs> third versus first. South Canterbury host North Otago. Not only the two two of the top mm. three teams, but a, a derby as well. Yeah, South Canterbury are going to be too good for North Otago. There you go. Okay. Um, it, 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 it's been played them fairly. Uh, the game's on the road. Um, and, yeah, South Canterbury, um, I mean, e- even now, I, I, I think there's going to be a battle for who's going to come fourth um, in, in the Meads Cup semifinals. Um, but you can guarantee South Canterbury and Wanganui are going to be there. Yeah, and uh, North Otago might well be uh, making up uh, the third and fourth places in that. Uh, it's interesting you say, you know, a 68-point win last week, and you were that close to go, nope, South Canterbury are going to win this. Uh, so, yeah, we'll look, yeah. look forward to that game, uh, the late kickoff, uh, well, sorry, the last game of the round uh, on Saturday. Hey, Kevin, uh, thanks very much uh, for talking Heartland Rugby with us. Kevin, of course, runs rugbyheartland.co.nz. I do have to ask you, though, uh, the All Blacks against mm-hmm. Argentina in Hamilton on All Saturday. Blacks. 13 points plus to the All Blacks. I will never bet against them. Do you believe that, though, or are you just saying that because you want to be patriotic? I mean, what, what, how many changes are you expecting to this all-black team? Do you think Foster has it in him to make changes? Well, Bowden Barrett will start. Retallick will come in. We probably will see RTS. Uh, but it will be much of a muchness. And, I, yeah, I mean, you've got to, as a fan, you've got to take the wins and the losses. And, OK, we've been doing it hard. But, um, you know, I'll always back the All Blacks, and it's not my head, it's not my heart. Well, it is my heart. But, you know, um, yeah, no, I'll always back the All Blacks, and uh, anyone else that uh, comes up against them, it's always the All Blacks. All right, good stuff, Kevin. Sorry about that. That's all right, mate. That's all right. You've got to to stick to your guns, mate. Stick to your guns. Keep up the good work at rugbyheartland.co.nz too, eh? Yeah, too, true, and I've got a tip in the horses for you if you want, because oh. I know you guys do the horses. Yeah, we do a bit of horse horse racing. What, what's the tip? Okay, race three at Rickerton tomorrow. Uh, there is a uh, a, a young uh, mare running there, and it goes by the name of Coralie, and that just happens to be the name of the good wife. Oh, really? So, <laughs> so what's yeah. Coralie? What's Coralie playing, paying? Do you know? Uh, yes, she is uh, currently on the TAB. Oh, I just clicked the wrong race, of course. Uh, she is currently paying there uh, five twenty on the tote, uh, third or fourth favourite, and she's picked to be in the top five. Coralie. So, uh, yeah, and and yeah, so I, I, I get the opportunity to scream faster, Coralie. I get the whip out. <laughs> I think we will leave that conversation there, Kevin. Thanks very much, mate. Go well. Cheerio. Cheers. Okay. See ya.